This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Champion Forum Podcast. Today, we are diving into part two of the series, Accountability versus Micromanagement. Let's dive straight into the content. Then comes in accountability. Accountability will be critical to your team reaching peak results. That's the balance that you have to find. You have to shift from micromanager to accountable, challenging leader. As you begin to distinguish the difference between accountability, I want you to really focus on three key areas that separate the two. Point one, micromanagement focuses on the process, but accountability focuses on the outcome. You see the difference there? You're the micromanager. You're just focusing on the process, the X's and O's, the blocking, the tackling, step one, step two, step three, let's go. Accountability focuses on the outcome. They move with the end in mind. Micromanagement usually cares more about doing things the right way rather than doing the right things. Accountability, however, in contrast, is zeroed in on outcomes that are getting produced and holding team members accountable to clear, measurable results. There's a difference in those two styles. Micromanagement assumes the worst. Accountability hopes for the best. See, micromanagers don't think anyone can do it as well as they can. And that's their way. Their way is, not, is the only way. Their way is the only right way. And not only is it the right way, but if you're an excessive micromanager, your way is the only way, by the way. And there is no other way. It's my way or the highway. You see, accountability believes the best in people and clarifies when things are a bit confusing or they feel off. You know, a leader that has great EQ and lives in this accountability phase, they can sense when things are a little off. They, they have a posture for that. They can kind of see into some of that, whether that's reading body language, feeling the tone in the room, you know, whatever it might be. Great leaders that use accountability, they believe in the best in people, but they're not afraid to swoop in and clarify when things are a little off. Hey, look, you're a little bit out of bounds here. I'm going to pull you right back in. Look, we talked about this already. I care about you. I want this hint. We both have the same goal. That's an accountable uh, leader. Quite frankly, people respect that as well. You see, micromanagement, you're, you're a micromanager. You're requiring employees to check in accountability gives them the tools to figure it out. That's really our job as a leader is to get great people, provide the right tools and the training and get out of their way. Let them do their thing. That doesn't mean it's going to be utopia and perfection all the time. But again, this being accountable is giving them the tools, but keeping them in the boundaries. Micromanagers feel the need to have their hands on the wheel at all times. Before any decision can be made, it has to come back to their desk. Accountability is fine with not only delegating tasks to team members, but empowering them and trusting them to figure out solutions and make good decisions. You know, some of the best decisions that I've ever been a part of um, in my leadership tenure have been where we've, we've all agreed, hey, we have an opportunity to improve here. We've created, a, we would create committees of people that we felt needed a seat at the table, uh, various different roles, various different functions, and we would say, here's the problem, 
we'd like you guys to come back in you know, 15 days and give us what you feel the solutions are. I can promise you the best ideas I've seen have come out of those dynamics. Then it's just like, what tools can I give you? How, how are we going to make it happen? Are there tweaks? Absolutely. Um, you know, are we guiding as leaders? No question about it. But the best leads never come from the leader's office. Let's be honest with ourselves. So now that you know the difference between micromanaging and holding people accountable, I want to make two points on accountability. And I'll do a future episode on this subject, but I, I want to ensure that you're going the right direction. I mean, you can do a whole episode on accountability, and I probably will, because uh, it's an important one. But listen, to be a challenging leader that holds folks accountable, you're going to need to ensure that two main things are happening. This is going to help you. Look, maybe you're not a micromanager or accountable, and it's like, I'm just out here in the deep end, Jeff, swimming. Take these two things. Um, as, as my advice for being a manager of accountability and being a challenging leader. The first one is this. Make sure that you set the appropriate amount of time with people up front so that your context is clearly understood. I told you earlier the question that I answered uh, at the beginning of the episode was what would I do different? It was not assumed that anybody knew the expectations of their job and their job function. Make sure that as a leader, you're setting the appropriate amount of time up front so that your context is understood. Whether that's a new hire taking over a team, sometimes you have to reestablish this along the way with a legacy team. Explain to them the why and the what rather than being that leader that's always swooping in on the back end and taking over the how. You see the difference there? There's a big difference in in being a leader that's, you know, always saying, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. What you want to up front is to say, this is why and what. Then let them figure out the how. But look, be crystal clear about what you expect, how you're going to offer support, the outcomes that you're looking for, how success is going to be measured. Uh, and what the consequences will be if the goals aren't met. Let me say that again. There are consequences when you fall outside of the boundaries. There has to be, because if not, you're soft and weak. You know, if I were to tell my kids, look, the cookie jar's off limits uh, between, you know, uh, the time you get home from school and after dinner, cookie jar's off limits. I see somebody's hand in the cookie jar uh, between that time and I do nothing. Guess what? I've just lost all kind of credibility. Now, what I don't need to do is when they come home, say, hey, just a reminder, uh, nobody in the cookie jar, 10 minutes later, hey, nobody was in the cookie jar, right? Hey, 15 minutes later, hey, you all, nobody was in the cookie jar, right? Like, get off my back. Nobody likes that. You've established the boundary. You see somebody's hand in the cookie jar, and you swoop in with some swift discipline. Simple as that. And when you swoop in with a relationship, by the way, because you've earned a relationship and you swoop in and offer correction, people respect it. And quite frankly, they like it. Note to this, if you don't have a relationship and you swoop in, you're a jerk. Like it or not, that's it. Whether you believe it or not, people are smiling at you. They tell you how much they like you. If you're swooping in with firm direction and punishment, and correction without a relationship, you are being talked about behind your back. That's a fact. 
Uh, you may not want to believe it. You may not like it. And you may be naive enough to think that it's not happening. I'm here to tell you, it is absolutely happening. Build a relationship with your team. It will allow you to challenge them and they'll see it as a sign of respect and mutual uh, mission to the vision ahead. Crystal clear with what you expect. There has got to be a consequence to missed expectations. Otherwise, people are at risk of becoming complacent and laziness will set into your team. Well, you know that uh, the leader never does anything about it. Hey, something you're going to learn real quick around here. This guy makes a whole lot of rules, but he doesn't enforce anything. So, hey, when he gives you a rule, just kind of smile and nod like you know what's going on. But between me and you, he ain't going to do nothing about it. That is not a brand that you want. Because then all of a sudden when you do decide you're going to start holding people accountable, there's going to be a shockwave through your organization like, who is this person? What is going on? If that's you right now and you're going to decide to be challenging and accountable, back to my point earlier, you better sit the whole team down, have a meeting, let them know there's a new way of going to business, there's a new sheriff in town, and here is the mutual beneficial gains that we're going to get from it. Ask the other person what he or she uh, heard. This is very, very important. When you're setting expectations and boundaries, you're telling them, look, here's where we're going. This is what we're doing. Um, This is how we're going to go about doing it. Here's the resources and tools that I have for you. Once you get done with that meeting and you're establishing some of these boundaries, ask the other person what they heard so that you can ensure everyone is on the same page. This is going to be the only way that you can ensure clarity and understanding. So you have this conversation, and you're telling them, this is, the, this is where we're going. We're going to take the hill. Here's the resources you have to do that. When you get done with that, they're shaking their head. They're nodding. Yeah, I got you, boss. I got you. That's when you say, so repeat that back to me. How do you think that's going to look? You will be amazed at what they did not hear, especially critical uh, parts of the mission. Make sure there's clarity and understanding. The other benefit of this is, Down the road, if you should need to bring about firm correction, you've already uh, not given them this one, and you've heard this as a leader. I didn't know that's what you meant. Anybody ever hear that as a leader? Oh, I thought you meant this, or I thought you meant that. I didn't know you exactly wanted it that way. I didn't know that's what you meant. I thought you meant this. Whether it's true or not, whether they could be lying through their teeth, it's really irrelevant. But the reason that that's happening is because there weren't clear expectations set, and you didn't validate understanding. Do that early, it's going to put you in a much, much better position to enforce consequences to people that fall outside of the expectation and the boundaries that you set. So the number two thing on accountability is this. Be sure that everyone knows where they stand at all times. There should be no guessing games. Um, There shouldn't be people wondering where they stand or what kind of mood you're in or any of these things. If the expectations are clear, the feedback can be direct and fact-based. You don't have to be an emotional-driven leader. Most people don't like that. You know, they don't know who they're getting today. This is, this, your feedback should be very direct and it should be fact-based. There should be data behind it uh, based off of a plan of action, whatever those things are. But be sure that the feedback is constantly two ways. Again, people don't like to be talked to but they want to have information and they want a seat at the table. Make sure that everything is on track for sure. It's set up for success. 
and listen as a leader to how you can be more supportive in maybe removing some roadblocks or even reassessing the strategy if necessary. Sometimes the first plan and the first strategy uh, isn't the best one. Sometimes you have to hit some pitfalls and some roadblocks and be willing to adjust. But sometimes the people that are seeing the pitfalls and the roadblocks are the front line. So that's why this communication and this feedback has got to be a two-way street. Be open to one of your subordinates saying, uh, hey, boss, this is not the best way. Uh, man, I, I trust you. I really, really respect you. I think the original plan was a good one, but I got to tell you, th this is resistance we're coming up against. Whether you believe in what they're saying or agree with it or not, value it and welcome it and encourage more of it. At the end of the day, you may not go with their idea, and that's okay, but you should foster a, a culture of wanting to get that kind of feedback. I would highly recommend laying out smart goals uh, for tasks you assign to people because it's one thing to say, hey, uh, go do this project, and they walk away, and, and they don't want to let you down. They're saying, oh, man, I'll figure it out. You know, I really want to impress the boss, and you know, I really want to get this done. I want to exceed expectations, but we've given them no roadmap. You know, no no boundaries, no no timelines, nothing specific. Is it realistic what we're talking about? We're not getting feedback. Get these tasks in a smart model. This will also alleviate your need for involvement because you've laid out the plan up front. This is exactly how we're going to get this done. Then whenever you're debriefing with this subordinate, you can check the linkage on the plan. Hey, by now you should be here based off of the timeline that we set. How's that looking? Uh, we're two days behind. Well, why is that? Uh, well, we, we're missing this tool, that tool, whatever it might be. One of two things. You can reassess or you can hold accountable. But without this plan, you're kind of out in la-la land just getting frustrated and feeling like you have to swoop in and tell them the how, show them a better way, get involved, get my gloves on, get my sleeves rolled up. I got to get in there. I got to do it myself. This will provide, the SMART goals will provide a very early roadmap. It's going to increase the odds of their success and uh, remove the temptation for you to micromanage. If you want more information on uh, setting SMART goals, listen to my episode on time management. I break it down very, very uh, structurally by each one of the uh, letters in the acronym, and, and it will absolutely help you. If you need more information or you need help, Again, email us and we'll get you out some more information. But this will avoid a lot of headaches for you. All right. I hope this topic was thought-provoking. It challenged you to make the proper adjustments and continue on your path to leadership greatness and making impact on your team. You know, our pursuit as leaders in creating accountability in others should be to ensure that people realize as much of their own potential as they possibly can. That's really our goal as a leader is to help people reach their fullest potential. So instead of putting boundaries around people, we got to get people to have the courage to challenge our status quo. You know, uh, healthy boundaries are good, uh, but when you're micromanaging uh, constantly and not letting your people challenge the status quo and how we've always done it, you're going to become stagnant. We need to pursue ways to help our team establish great self-confidence. People that lack confidence will never reach their peak potential. We got to help them reach their self-confidence and help them understand that, that we want them to search for and find a better way 
to achieve the targets that we set for them. We should always be pushing our people outside of their comfort zone, setting goals maybe uh, that are stretching people, bending people, not breaking them, but bending them. We can never, ever, as leaders, stop expanding the capabilities of the people that we lead. That is our duty and our obligation, is to make people better than when we got them, giving them the tools to do that, hearing their voice. Accountability, leaders, is something that has to be worked at. There has to be a clear and consistent strategy on how it's going to be implemented and how it's going to be validated on your team. But it starts with you. You're the leader. And it has to apply at all times and to everyone. You can't just pick and choose. When you can do that, it's going to help you create a culture of accountability where your entire organization will start to hold itself and others accountable. This is going to have massive impact on performance and results. This is going to take you from transactional leadership to transformational leadership. Now, both are needed in the workplace. There's no question about it. But when you can create a culture that your team is kind of running on muscle memory, then it goes away from this is what we do to this is who we are. You see the difference there? This is what we do. This is who we are. There's a big difference in that tone. And that's taking ownership. That's truly transformational leadership and something that I hope you're pursuing. So I'll leave you with this quote from Steve Jobs. You've probably heard it. He once said, it doesn't make sense to hire smart people and tell them what to do. We hire smart people so that they can tell us what to do. Thank you for investing time in making the Champion Forum a part of your pursuit to success. If the Champion Forum is adding value to your journey, I would really appreciate you subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. This tells the world uh, that we're making impact. You can follow me on social media at the Champion Forum. There I give daily nuggets of inspiration and leadership gold. Email me at jeffhancher at thechampionforum.com. Any questions, feedback you have, uh, we would love to hear from you. And you can also let us know if there's any additional resources that maybe we could help you out with. Be sure to go to our website, which is thechampionforum.com. There you're going to find show notes that you can review. Uh, You can incorporate these into your personal strategy for leadership success. And the show notes offer application activities. We've been getting a lot of feedback on these application activities and how people are incorporating these activities in their in their pursuit as well as in staff meetings with their leadership team. These application activities and questions will help you drive thought and action from each of the uh, con- each of the episodes content. But look, until next time, please remember this: you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.